Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in here in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, just joining us through online affiliates around the world via our podcast, we're glad you all could be with us as well. You guys know I love being able to talk to storytellers who are able to share their stories with all of us, and today is no different. We're excited to welcome Kristen Wireman to our broadcast today. She's celebrating her brand-new book out this week called This time could be different. This is a fun read that's also a little reflective as well. We're going to talk to Kristen not only about the writing of the book, but also what it's been like for her already to hear the way that readers are responding to it. Also, the main character, Madeline, what it's like for her to bring her to life and kind of take a journey along with her as she tries to figure things out like all of us do. If you guys are just now finding out about Kristen, of course, we'll let you guys know how to find her online, as well as how you can stay connected with all the great things that she's doing. Kristen, thank you again for the time. Really do appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Cyrus. Yeah, look, the pleasure is definitely all mine. So, look, I know the book is, is just out this week officially. Have you had a chance to kind of take it all in, Chris, and, and enjoy this moment? That's such a wonderful question. I am I am enjoying this moment a lot more than I did with my first book that came out last year um, because I, I think I was just in sort of a mild state of shock in the months leading up to and right after. But yesterday was publication day, and it was it was a really nice day. Yeah. This is, I think, it has to be a lot of fun uh, on a lot of levels. For one thing, uh, Kristen, one of the things I hear from storytellers all the time is that they live with these characters for so long. It's good to be able to share them with someone else, but also, of course, now to be able to talk about them, you know, and to kind of see what other people are thinking. Talk to us about that experience. What was it like for you to kind of be able to journey through life with Madeline and kind of see how things unfolded for her? Well, that's such an interesting way you phrased it, but you phrase it like a storyteller yourself because that's that's sort of what happens. You know, you start with an idea and you start with a character and you start writing. And and for me, it's never a linear process. It's sort of hazy. And, you know, sort of the best part is when she, the character, starts to surprise you or the story starts to surprise you and it, you know, sort of begins to take on this life of its own. And, you know, I came into writing very accidentally. It wasn't something I was focused on. I was I was doing it sort of as a way to just try to clear my head because I had no idea what else to do with myself at the time. And um, from the moment I started, it was just kind of magical. And I, I just, quite honestly, I, I love every minute of it. I love the idea of, and we'll dive around, uh, I always tell people, I'm always careful not to spoil anything for anyone, uh, Chris, when I'm having these conversations, because we definitely want people to read the book for themselves, but I always love the idea of being entertained when I'm reading fiction, but also kind of thinking about life, uh, you know, and, and the way the character kind of does, and here you give us a character, you know, who in Madeline on the outside, looks like they have everything together, right? And I think a lot of us can relate to that. I think about the world we live in today with social media and where everything just looks great. But then you, you get to looking under the hood and you think, you know what, maybe they don't have it as good <laughs> you know, as, I, as I thought they did or even as they did. Was the what if, I guess I bring that up to say, was the what if kind of part of the fun for you to kind of see what, what made her tick and what really motivated her and inspired her? Um, it was part of the fun, and I was writing – this is actually – I wrote this book first. This is the first book I wrote, although it's coming out second. 
Um, but I, I was very much, I, the book kind of <laughs> starts where I was. I had left a corporate career and sort of for the first time in my life had no idea what, or actually had the option to do what I wanted. I had, you know, I, I was in a, a secure place and, you know, none of my work choices up to that point in my life had really been about, you know, what I wanted or what I liked. It was sort of all bred out of necessity and surviving and things like that. And so I sort of found myself in this place of like, wow. And, you know, it was like a blank wall. I had no idea what to do with myself. And so, you know, it was unsettling for so many reasons, you know, not only, you know, the the blank wall aspect of it, but, you know, had I really just solely defined myself as, you know, in this career that quite honestly, I never really enjoyed. And so, you know, I started writing as a as sort of a means. I was reading a lot of books about, you know, what do you do when you find yourself in something like this? And, you know, there was a lot about, you know, find something creative, do something to sort of loosen, you know, yourself and your brain and think differently. And, you know, and then the writing became its own way. So back to the question, which I sort of deviated from. But, yeah, it was really fun to, um, you know, to sort of start at a start point. But I knew I wanted to write fiction. I knew, you know, this no way was going to be a memoir, but I could at least start with a place I understood and then to sort of see where the story went and see, you know, the depths that sort of ended up, you know, becoming part of Madeline was uh, was really fun. Yeah. And for you then, was there a thought, and it's interesting to hear you say, I didn't know that part, that this was actually the first book that, that, that you wrote, um, you know, even though it may have came out second. Did you did you find yourself wondering if people would be considering how much of Kristen was in Madeline's story? Oh, yes, that's one of my greatest fears um, because I'm an introvert. And so, you know, there will be times, and the same thing happened with um, my first novel, Buck's Pantry. Um, you know, people I knew when I was growing up, you know, would see, oh, I think I know who that character is. And I'm thinking, that's not true at all. Like, you know, that was made up. So I think as a, um, if you're an introvert writing stories, that's sort of a fear that comes along with it is, you know, and people yeah. will ask, you know, did that really happen? Did, you know, is that really what your husband's like? And I'm thinking, no, it, you know, I mean, I mean, what I found, and I'm I'm uh, going off tangent a little bit here, but I, you know, I think what I found writing is, you know, you can take feelings and, you know, the the emotional aspect of experiences that were very real. And what's beautiful about fiction is, then you can resurface it in any way that it wants, and or that you want. And that's why I think that, you know, when you're able to do that, you know, the authenticity of sort of the the feelings come through. And I think that yeah. you know, I find for myself books that I read like that are, you know, are, are super meaningful, but you know, the surface is absolutely, you know, fiction and made up. Yeah. And I think as far as that creativity goes in, Kristen, is that also, you know, kind of for you, I mean, as we kind of talk about the journey of the characters, also the journey of you and being able to really use your creativity, like you said, that you don't have to just stick to things, you know, that you can have fun and play as you're writing. Well, that's such an interesting point you make, and that was another big factor in sort of the novel aspect of it. Um, was I, you know, I did want this sort of next set of chapters in my life to be happier than what I'd had before, and you know, yeah. and I think you know when you get to tell the story and you, you know, you can put some happy ending bows on things, and you can you know skate over things you don't want to get into, and you know, and you can rearrange things, and then you can find the humor, you know, and things that may not have been funny. You know, there's just so much. It, it is fun, and I, I wanted it to be fun. I wanted, you know, in, in writing it, I realized a lot of my life had not been particularly happy and fun, and I wanted this particular endeavor because it did feel, just like I said, it, unlike anything I'd done before, I, I, I wanted it to be happy. 
Yeah. But it leads to another thing for me, Kristen, when I was reading the book and thinking about this conversation with you is that, and this is something that has frustrated me, I have to be honest, and I've talked to my radio audience about this over the past few years, is that I get a little bothered by according to who. And I guess I, I bring that up because, like with Madeline, I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of times people tell us what it is going to take for us to be happy, right, or what it's going to take for us to feel good about ourselves. And we try to kind of judge our lives by that. Like some people will say, I know for the longest time before people realized I was really an introvert and didn't really want to live with people, that I would be a great husband and father. Then when they got to know me, they said, you know what, it's probably a good thing you didn't get married <laughs> because <laughs> you, were, you were not at all what I thought. And so I, I think that with Madeline that a lot of times – you know, she seemed to do everything right, right? I mean, but there was still something that was missing. Talk to us about that, what that was like for her to kind of figure out what her own happiness looked like. Well, I think that is just such a profound point, the according to who point that you just made, because, I mean, you know, it's it's just so easy, and it and it can slip in without you even realizing it. And I think that was very much the story of Madeline, because the, the quote, she did everything, I'm making air quotes here, um, right, you know, according to her grandparents, according to what, you know, everybody said was good and right, and, you know, what she wanted, you know, what lit her up, what she was interested in, what she was curious about, never factored into the equation, and I think yeah. a lot of us grew up that way, and what it, mm-hmm. and that's part of what I was grappling with, I mean, like I said, I, you know, I finally had this place where I could actually make choices for me and it was a blank wall. And then you sort of say, well, okay, well, why is that? (laughs) You know, why this shouldn't be this hard and this shouldn't be filling me with terror. And, you know, the emotions that start coming up, you sort of have to say, you know, well, what's that about? And I think another aspect of that, you know, sort of according to who, you know, I think one thing that's very important is I believe we are all the, you know, we're the only person who knows when we, when is right for us to change, you know, when we have the capacity for it, when we have the support for it. And, you know, with a lot of change, you know, you do have to go, I mean, at least in my experience, you have to go back and revisit some things. And, you know, I could look at this story and look at my own story as I was sort of living it as I was writing it and know that, you know, there were some things that, you know, I faced in writing this that, you know, there was no way I was prepared to do that in my 20s. There was no way I was prepared to do that before I was in a loving marriage. I mean, you just, and so I do think that's sort of according to who, I think the win is a big part of that too, that each person, you know, sort of knows when they're ready to go there and, I think it's very easy to get prodded into things before we're ready to do them. We all have heard uh, – well, before I say that, let me say for those who are just tuning in, is on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. As you guys can tell, we're already having a great conversation with my guest for this segment. Author Kristen Wireman is joining us today. We're talking with her about her writing journey, but also about her brand-new book that's out now for you guys to be able to enjoy. You can tell it really is a great read. It's fun, but it's also very reflective as a way that I kind of respond to it. It's called This Time Could Be Different. I was just going to say, uh, Kristen, that I think the other thing about Madeline, again, that the reader will take, because I know myself in thinking about it, is that you have the opportunity to do something different. None of us are locked in, right? Uh, Even though we may feel like, you know, things, 
you know, things cannot change or things cannot be different. But we do have that opportunity. What has that been like for you, kind of widening the conversation out a bit? Now that the book is officially out, and I know I'm not special. There were other people who got a chance to read it early, too. But what has it been like for you to see people connecting with that part, that they do have time to be able to 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 live the life they want to live? Well, so I think what's one of the things that really surprised me is how much it means to me how much, how much it moves me how fulfilling or gratifying I'm not sure I'm finding the right word here but when just when one person you know says something to me like what you just said which is it's fun and it's reflective and you know that's sort of what you were hoping for or when one person says you know wow this really made me think about x or this part made me laugh out loud because quite honestly like a book that will make me laugh out loud you know is just near and dear to my heart because sometimes laughter yeah. is exactly what we need but when one single person says something that is really what you hoped for, it's just like a light inside of you. And, you know, and that's sort of what sustains you through, you know, maybe the people who, you know, don't, re- for whom it doesn't resonate and that's going to happen. Or, you know, if you read something that you're sort of like, wow, I didn't really intend that at all, but okay, you know, everybody's <laughs> entitled to what they, you know, it's, hey, everybody's entitled right. to receive it how they receive it. Um, but I, I don't know if I'm answering your question exactly, but I just, um, you know, that opportunity to do something different, I guess, you know, it was so scary coming into the writing. The idea of a novel seemed so impossible and daunting and what on earth am I thinking? And then to find that it is being accepted in places is just, I, I, it's hard to find words for what that means. Um, because you do these things and, you know, you don't know. I mean, you know, you, you, you write something and you feel good about it and, you know, an editor tells you, tells you, you know, hey, it's great, but then, you know, these moments, as I'm sure you know, you know, then you're just sort of like, oh, my goodness, is this, you know, is this not, not anything that I thought it was? So right. it just means a lot when it's received in the way that you hoped. Yeah, for sure, for sure. They, you know, to go back to something you said that, again, that I did not know, and that is, of course, writing this book and, of course, now the release of this book, we all have heard the the saying, and we probably said it ourselves, timing is everything. Do you feel like that was truly the case, that you were ready for this now? I think that's a really astute um, observation, and I, I feel more. I don't know that I, I'm not sure I ever feel ready, but I certainly feel more ready for this story to come out. And I think, um, you know, when I was, uh, yeah, I think I feel more ready, and I think I'm, I'm glad the books came out in the order that they did. Mm, yeah. So the other side of what you're able to do, Kristen, is to not only to entertain readers, but you're also able to inspire inspiring or aspiring authors as well. Talk to us about that, what it's been like for you to share your own writing journey and getting here with others. Um, you know, it's, that's, that's a part that I actually, it, that doesn't come as naturally to me. I mean, I, I love anytime, you know, if anything I say can help someone think, you know, help someone in some way, I love that. I think feeling like I was um, qualified to give anybody advice on anything is what feels like a stretch. Um, so that, that's what I mean by that. But, um, you know, I've done a few, you know, Q&As, on, you know, online Q&As, and, you know, when, when someone responds to something or says, you know, hey, that's a different way of looking at it, or, you know, it, 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 it's, it's sort of the same as when a reader says that it, you know, it, the story means something to them. And I, I mean, I think we all feel better when we feel like we've contributed something, you know, whether it's right. the story that contributes, whether it's, you know, speaking about the journey and, you know, a lot of the comments that I'm seeing 
um, in some of the early reviews about the book or just people saying, you know, wow, it's really making me think of, you know, these choices that I've made or wow, it's really making me think about, you know, X, Y, Z or wow, this came, this is one I love, you know, this came at exactly the right time because I'm, you know, thinking about something and, you know, I just, I feel like we all want to contribute. And so to, to be able to do something that makes you happy and have it be a contribution and, and maybe it's a small one, um, that feels really good. Well, we as readers, we we can be appreciative, but we also can be very insensitive. And I know for myself, <laughs> I, I've had some books that I have literally read through in a day and a half and thought to myself, now I know this author spent probably a year working on this book, and I'm going to do two things. I'm going to tell them how much I enjoyed it, but also ask the question, uh, Kristen, that I'm sure you're already are getting, when's the next one coming out? So are you feeling after this being released, and of course the early response being so good to this time could be different, are you feeling extra pressure for the next one, or are you excited as well for the next one? Oh, I'm excited, and I don't I don't feel pressure um, because I'm not under like a contract or anything. So that you know it, it gets to be when I <laughs> it gets to be on my gotcha. terms. Um, but I've got I've got two more books po- that have been popping around in my head for um, probably over a couple of years now. And it's always funny when like they you know some things come in and then they go away, and then some things come in and they stay. You know, and they keep sort of like tapping you on the shoulder. And I've so I've got I've got two that seem to, that seem to be here to stay, um, and I've I've done little bits of of each of them, and I'm I think I know the order I want to do them in. So I'm actually really excited to get started with them. Um, and, and in fact, it was you know, but, but bringing Madeline out into the world, I you know, the, the editorial and all that kind of stuff was sort of my first pri- my first priority. And then I'm actually, and this is just a thing for me, but I'm having a really fun time writing the screenplay for my first novel, Buck's Pantry. And that's sort of like oh, learning a whole new language. Yeah. Um, and so it was, I've sort of been like, I, I want to get Madeline out the door, which just happened yesterday, which is awesome. <laughs> and the screenplay is coming when I can, I, I haven't been able to spend as much time. And, and like I said, there's, you know, that's just for me, but it's, I'm just having, it's, it's, I didn't think I would enjoy it. It's, you know, it's sort of like trying to figure out how you, you're telling the story, but you're having to use a completely different, you know, way of doing it, but I'm having a ball. And then I've got these other two in my head. So I feel um, excited for the next things and sort of ready to jump into them. Um, but I also want, you know, I wanted to make sure that I brought Madeline out in the way that, you know, in a good focused way. And um, so, but yes, I'm very excited and I don't feel pressure. Well, I think that is the the other big thing here is that you know you're you're able to enjoy it. I, I don't do that very well when it comes to things, and so I'm working on it. My friends get on me all the time about that. So it's great you're able to have the time to enjoy this as you should. It is a great read, Kristen, and I'm so glad we had a chance to speak with you about it again, everyone. Kristen Warman has been our guest. The new book is This Time Could Be Different. It is out now. You can get it through our friends at Amazon.com or through your favorite local bookstore if they don't have it. I know. They'd be more than happy to order it for you. And Kristen, how can our audience stay connected with you and kind of keep up with the what's next? Um, so I've got a website, which is kristenwireman.com. Um, my name's spelled a little bit different, but it's there on your um, on the streaming. It's K-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-W-I-E-R-M-A-N. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at Kristen Wireman. And um, so both of those are um, both of those are probably the best ways. All right. Well, Kristen, congratulations to you again. Thank you again for spending part of your pub week with us and looking forward to our next conversation together. 
I would love that, Cyrus, and thank you so much for having me and for being such a generous and encouraging host. It was wonderful to be here. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Websig. As always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let us go make today amazing. Take care. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.